Are you all ready for a blizzard? Let me give you uh, just three announcements. Number one, we'll have prayer tomorrow night, but not Wednesday night. Next Sunday, um, my goal and is to have, we want to have communion. And so I, I, I hope that you and your family can be here. And I always like the first of a new year. The first part of a new year is a time of consecration. It's a time of reflection, what God's done and what God is doing. Amen. And then as soon as service is over, um, we're going to uh, move the table. So some of you guys could help us because we have Kung Fu class today. No, just women's self-defense. Amen. No Kung Fu. So I want what we're going to do is um, I want to receive this morning's tithes and offerings, but I want to give you a scripture. And this is one of my favorite scriptures from Psalm 103. It says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all my iniquities, who heals all of our diseases, who delivers our life from destruction, who crowns us with loving kindness kindness and tender mercies and satisfies my mouth with good things. Everyone say benefits. benefits. Psalm 68, 19 says, Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with, say it, benefits, benefits even the God of our salvation, Selah, which means pause and reflect on it. Now's the time to pause and reflect on all the blessings, all the, the, the things, the benefits that God has provided for us in this year. And I'll tell you what, next year is going to be awesome. Amen. So you need to start expecting that. So you and I need to take time to notice what God's given to us and our families and then thank Him for it. Amen. Appreciate all that God has done. Everyone say, Father, I thank you for daily loading me, my family, with benefits and blessings. I appreciate your goodness and blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Ushers, you can kindly wait upon the people. Celebrating today, then act like it. Salvation is dawning, it is shepherd's tell of the first Noel. Redemption is calling as the tidings ring of a newborn king. The earth is rejoicing, heaven and nature sing its Christmas morning. 
a rich crimson thread your plan's salvation in this manger bed oh what a wonder how oh how could it be oh sacred Our King of Heaven born low to save me.
Him. Oh, come, let us adore Him. Oh, come, let us adore Christ. Oh, the gift of your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. We give you all the glory, all the honor, and the praise, and we invite you, Holy Spirit, to open our eyes to see Jesus and receive all our redemptive rights in Christ. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen, Amen, Amen. I'm not going to take a long time I want to give you some scripture, and I want to give you this, the scripture that that God put on my heart this week, and then we're going to uh, show you a short, and I believe it's very anointed video of the birth of Jesus Christ. Amen. This morning, the central truth is this. Let me read it to you. In order to receive a miracle, this is miracle season. Amen. In order to receive a miracle from God, you must be fully persuaded. Everyone say fully persuaded. Fully persuaded. You and I can either believe the circumstances and the lies of men, or we can believe the promises of God. As for me and my house, we will believe the promises of God. Now, I want you to look in your Bible. I want you to look at one scripture, and then I'm going to read to you the other scriptures, so you won't need to turn there. But look at Romans, please, chapter 4. Romans chapter 4. Do you know 2 Chronicles 2020? What year is this? It's about over. This is 2020. This has been a, a prophetic scripture for this year. It says, Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe the prophets and you what? 
you will prosper. So I've been fully persuaded. I believe the Lord and I believe his prophets. Amen. Now, I want to give you uh, some examples of individuals who were fully persuaded. And this is Romans chapter 4. Let me read it to you in verse 16. It says, this is Abraham. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to grace, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed, God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did, who contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken. So shall your descendants be, and not being weak in faith, say weak faith, not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead, since he was about a hundred years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully convinced. Now, King James is fully persuaded. This is new King James. Same thing. Fully persuaded, fully convinced that what he had promised, he was able to perform. Therefore, it was accounted to him for righteousness. Abraham, number one, was fully persuaded. Now listen to this definition of faith. Faith is not defined as perfect character or behavior. Anyone here? (laughs) Perfect in character or behavior. But simply believing what God says. Abraham believed God and left his family and country for a land that was promised to him as inheritance. Abraham believed God that he would have a child even though he was too old. Abraham believed God when he was told to sacrifice his only son Isaac and he obeyed till God stopped him. Finally, Abraham believed God's promise that Isaac would produce many sons. Did he? Amen. Now, let me read to you the next individual. Luke chapter 1. Verse 26, now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and you shall call his name, what? Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end." Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. 
For with God, nothing will be impossible. Say that. With God, nothing will be impossible. Now listen to verse 38. We're talking about being fully persuaded. Then Mary said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord. Let it be according to your word. And the angel departed from her. True faith will always, always be manifested in obeying God's will. True faith. If you want to know, if you got true faith, what are you going to do? You're going to be obedient. She said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. Matthew chapter 1, the next one. Matthew 1, verse 18. You probably know where I'm going. It says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as followed. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take you, Mary, your wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel which is translated God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did. Everyone say did. Did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took to him his wife and did not know her till she brought forth her firstborn son and he called his name Jesus. Was Joseph fully persuaded? How do you know? He obeyed. He obeyed. Back to Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2 and verse 8. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For this, for there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward man. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, let us now, everyone say now, let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste. Now the Amplified Bible says they left running. They left running. They left running and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told of them by the shepherds. So you can see that the shepherds were what? 
fully persuaded. Do you see where I'm going with all this? Now, look at back Matthew chapter 2. Matthew 2. Now after, verse 1, now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem saying, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we've seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. And when Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. And when he gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, but but you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he'd secretly called the wise man, determined from them what time the star appeared, and he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child, and when you found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they'd seen in the east went before him till it came and stood before over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they'd come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, fell down and worshipped him. And when they'd opened their treasures, they presented gifts of him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Now, you think about it, the wise men, they didn't come the same time the shepherds did. You realize they came probably a year, months or a year later. So the child Jesus had had grown up a little bit. Abraham was fully persuaded and believed God. Amen? Mary was fully persuaded and believed God. Joseph was fully persuaded and believed the Father. The shepherds were fully persuaded and believed God. The wise men were fully persuaded and believed God. Let me ask you a question. Today, are you fully persuaded? Because I'm going to tell you something. There are Christians out there right now in this hour that are not fully persuaded that God is moving in this nation. That God is moving in the church of His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. You and I, for the remainder of this year and the coming new year, you are going to have to learn how to be fully persuaded. You and I are going to have to learn to take God the Father at His word. God is not a man that He should lie, neither the Son of man that He should repent. Has He said and shall He not do it? Or has He spoken and shall He not make it good? God's Word is true. God's Word is faithful. So today, if you're believing and you're standing for something, maybe it's healing, maybe it's a financial breakthrough, maybe it's your family, do not quit. Stay fully persuaded. If you're going to stay fully persuaded, then you and I are going to have to be in this book in the days ahead. You're going to have to believe what the Father's promised us. And I know there's some gloom and doom out there, but I'm not a gloom and doom guy. I'm not a gloom and doom preacher. 
I believe the best is yet to come. I believe this next year we're going to... Sure, you're going to have some rocky patches. You're going to have some things to deal with. But ultimately, God's plan for His church is to bless His church. He's a God of mercy. He's a God of grace. So get that in your head. Get fear out of your life. Amen? Don't live behind a mask. I should get an amen for that. Don't hunker down like Joe in the basement. Amen? Get out there and be the church. Get out there and be the believer that God has ordained for you to be. Amen? So, today I'll ask you, are you fully persuaded that God is willing and able to work a miracle in your family, in you individually, in your church, in your nation? Are you? Amen. I believe that. Now, Kathy found this video. And the only thing I'd ask, when we have Christmas service, I love the kids in the service. Amen. But if they get fussy, we have a, a cry room back there. Because this video, amen. So if this son of yours gets fussy, take him to the. This video is an anointed video. It's in the original language. So don't try to figure it out. You'll get it. Amen. Let's watch this.
Gracias, Duat. Malek. Les azaro karan, kalet lan azar. Estamos mi, estamos mi.
Je suis Colomb. Thank you. 
پیرو این این خوشته مريم مريم اسمعي مريم كفريال النثار لنحيي يشوع على هذا بران شلون لك شلون لك
Amen. You know, how many times we've read the Christmas story before or heard it talked before, but when you put a visual like that with it, it just really makes it real, doesn't it? To think of what that king was experiencing as he's standing before Jesus Christ himself, even as a child, and the honor that he felt. And I think that applies so much to us today, too, and how a lot of times we read Scripture and we read the Word of God and we read the stories in the Old Testament And it's so hard to not just let them be stories. But they're not just stories. They were recordings of real events that took place. And so sometimes we water them down and we just roll on by them and don't grab a hold of the magnitude of it. And I think that applies so much this year with, with, with what we've experienced. You know, most people are calling 2020 the worst year ever. Everybody wants to just get rid of it, hit the reset button, act like it never happened. You know, between fear of the COVID virus going around and, and the hatred in these different groups and the, the riots and the violence and the, the splitting apart and we're being taught to almost to fear each other and just all of this stuff going on. But yet, for me, 2020 has been probably the best year of my life. And a lot of you even know personally some of the stuff we've gone through. And yet I will stand here and say 2020 has been a great year. And it's not over yet. It's close, but it's not over yet. God has so much more in store. And we don't have to be in fear. We have the word of God. And these promises aren't just stories. They're truths. And we can stand on that. And maybe you're here today and you're thinking to yourself, this has been a really crappy year. I mean... I'm scared to go out. I'm scared to be around people. I don't know whether this disease is going to kill me, if this virus can kill me, if if I'm going to get caught in a riot, or just if I can trust anybody and all these different things. And yeah, it's a scary world out there when you look at it in the natural. And even as a believer, we get caught up in that. And you can see what's going on out there with your natural eyes and think, oh my gosh, this is a scary world to be in. I just want to go home and hide in my basement. But that's not, that's not how the story ends. <clears throat> and if, you've, if you are here today and you're thinking to yourself, you know, what, what is he talking about? How can you sit in this year and be in peace and, and enjoy and, 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 and a desire to see things coming ahead and, and wanting to move forward and excitement in my heart? It's because I have faith and hope and trust in Jesus Christ himself. One scripture I want to share with you in Hebrews. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. This world is changing fast. Every day you wake up and think, good golly, what's going to happen today? Maybe today's my day. I'm going to catch the coronavirus. I'll end up in the hospital. I'll end up dead. You know, it is an unstable world. You might walk out into a street and get smacked by a bus. I mean, that's the thing. But what it boils down to is a fear of death. But as a believer, we don't have to fear death. If anything, we celebrate it because we're done. We're going to go to paradise. But if you have never made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, this is a very scary world right now. But you too can have that same hope that I have and so many in this room have. By putting your trust and your hope in Jesus himself.
The Bible says the wages of sin are death, but the gift of God is eternal life. And there are so many gifts of God. And this year, the greatest one I have enjoyed is the peace of God. It surpasses all that this little peace-sized brain can drum up. And it covers it, and it blankets it, and it puts my heart at rest. But we have to acknowledge Jesus as Lord. We have to acknowledge Him as Savior. We have to give our hearts to Him. And then He does the rest. You don't have to figure it out. You don't need to know everything. God will take care of it. But if you've never done that, if you've never asked Jesus to come and live in your heart, then that's, that peace isn't there. And so I want to give that opportunity today. And what it amounts to is very simple. You don't have to belong to a certain church. You don't have to jump through certain hoops. The Bible says that if you will confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you will believe in your heart that story right there, that Jesus came, he bore our sins, he went to the cross, he died, but God raised him from the dead. And because of his resurrection, we have salvation. God is so good. And because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, he loved you yesterday, no matter what you've done and where you've been. He loves you today, no matter what you're doing, and he will love you forever. He never changes. This world changes, people change, situations change, but God never changes. His love for you will never go away, ever. I don't care what you've done. I don't care where you've been. I don't care if you loved God once and you turned your back on him. He loves you. And so I want to give an opportunity here this morning. I want everybody to close your eyes and bow your heads. If you are here this morning and you have never made Jesus Lord of your life, I want to give you an opportunity to do just that, to get that peace that I'm talking about, get a hold of that hope, to seal the deal that when you are done here on this earth, you're going to heaven and not to hell because hell is the other option and it's not a good one. You thought 2020 was bad? 2020 is a paradise compared to the lake of fire. But God doesn't want you there. He didn't design that for you. He designed heaven for you and he has a place there for you. But the only thing that will keep you from going there is denying Jesus Christ. So if you're here this morning with every head bowed and every eye closed, I want to give you that opportunity. I will lead us all in a prayer when we get done, but I want you to have that opportunity. If that's you today, I want you to slip your hand up and you can put it back down, but just acknowledge that you want to make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. So if that's you here today, right now, slip your hand up. Just raise your hand quickly. And then you can put it back down. I see that hand. I see those hands. I know there's more of you here. Your gut is turning right now because God wants to get a hold of you. He has a plan and a purpose for your life that far exceeds what you could ever dream of. Anyone else? One more opportunity. Put your hand up and you can put it back down. Amen. Okay, everyone, look at me. I also want to give you an opportunity as a believer. This year has tried faith. This year has been easy to get caught and hooked into that thing called fear. 
but God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of peace, love, and a sound, disciplined mind. So if you've been hooked into that, we're all going to pray this prayer together, the prayer of salvation. But through that, what we're doing is we are announcing Jesus Christ as Lord. So maybe he's shifted a little bit off of the throne of your heart. But here is now the opportunity to put him back in his right place. Put him as the king of your life and get a hold of that word and allow it to rule in your life. You do not have to cower to fear. You do not have to worry and be in fret. Period. Period. But rather we can place him on the throne of our heart and walk in that peace. So I want everybody here to repeat this prayer with me and just repeat after me. Heavenly Father. We thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. I acknowledge my sin and I cast it upon you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for raising Jesus from the dead and giving me that resurrection life. I acknowledge you, Jesus. As Lord of my life, I place you on the throne of my heart. And I declare, I will follow you for the rest of the days of my life. Holy Spirit, come live in my heart. Teach me and train me. Guide me and lead me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time in your life and you meant it from your heart, I want you to come see me afterwards. Don't just let it be a story. Don't just let it be a fable, but let it become a reality in your hearts. There's so much more to this than just a brief moment. God has so much more for you. And so when service is over, we're going to do a few more songs here. But when service is over, come find me. I'll be hanging out in the back, running around, doing all kinds of goofy stuff somewhere. But, yeah, I'll just be across the way in the fellowship hall. And I'll just be hanging out there. I want you to come find me. So many in this room have prayed that exact prayer. And for me, life has never been the same. 20 years ago, roughly when I did that. And oh, how wonderful a walk it's been peace of God that surpasses all understanding so come and find me afterwards if that's you and I encourage those of you that have gotten maybe tripped up in this fear let it be no more move forward in faith in Jesus name so why don't you go ahead you want people to stand why don't you go ahead and stand up we're going to sing these last songs together as we end our Christmas service today town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee land. Above the dark and dreamless sleep, the silent stars go by. Yet in thy dark streets shine 
the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in Thee tonight. O Christ is born of Mary and gathered all while mortals sleep, the angels keep their watch of wandering love. O morning stars together proclaim the holy birth, and praises sing to God our and peace to men on earth. How silently, how silently the wondrous gift is given. So God imparts to human hearts the blessings of His heaven. No ear may hear His coming, but in this world of sin, where meek souls will receive Him still, the dear Christ enters in. O holy child of Bethlehem, Descend on us, we pray. Cast out our sin and enter in. Be born in us today. We hear the Christmas angels their great glad tidings tell. Oh, come to us. Abide in us, our Lord Emmanuel. Oh, come to us, abide in us, our Lord Emmanuel.
come. Your will be done in our lives individually. Your kingdom come. Your will be done in our families. Your kingdom come. Your will be done in your church. Father, we give you all the glory and all the praise. We're fully persuaded that you are a miracle-working God. And God, God's people said, Amen. Now, before we go, I want to bless you. And then I want to remind you, find Pastor Brad if you raise your hand. And then I want you to find me. I'm going to stay up here. Um, many times, the Spirit of God, the anointing will come upon me and, and word of knowledge. If you're struggling with your neck today, if your neck is in pain, I want you to come find me after service. Amen. Father, today I thank you for this body of believers. Father, I bless them. Lord, you are God that daily loads your children with benefits and blessings. So, Father, we thank you all that you've done for us in this year. Lord, my prayer is that, Lord God, the fire of Almighty God will burn in your bellies in 2021. Father, I thank you their steps are ordered in you. And I thank you, Lord God, for blessing them in the days ahead. And truly, signs, wonders, and miracles will follow you as you preach and teach the Word of God. We thank you for it, Father. And everyone said, I'm blessed. And everyone said, Merry Christmas. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.